Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, our Premier League update with Spencer Pryor, thanks to Schnitz. Got that winning taste right now. Schnitz, handcrafted schnitzels made fresh, made just for you. Have you got one of those schnitzels yet, Spencer? No. Sound as a pound, Simon. Now you're doing, I'm sound as a pound. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that mank or is that scales? It was a bit of mank. It right. was meant to be. Okay. It was awful. Rubbish, though, wasn't it? Um, let's right. talk Premier League. Uh, Spurs are back in the winner's circle, uh, thumping 4-1 yeah. win over Newcastle. Um, Ange is good again. And a brace for Richarlison. Unbelievable, wasn't it? He's, uh, it? When you think at the start of the season, he wasn't even going to be – they were talking about getting rid of him. And that's that's what Ange kind of has done. He's put his arm around a player and, and now he's starting to score goals. It's good for Tottenham. They're starting to get some players back fit and, you know, they've had a blip. Hopefully this can be a, a little stage for them to kick on. I don't think uh, I don't think Newcastle will much drop. It's yeah. a bit of a tough time at the moment for them. Uh, they're going through a rough patch. but They've got injuries as well, haven't they? Newcastle. And that's the point. Like they've had, they've had so many injuries that it's just caught up with them. The same as it did with Tottenham for a while. Yeah. So, you know, we know what the Christmas period is like, Simon. You you want to make sure you've got your players fit over that Christmas period because that's what's going to be defined sort of where you, where you go towards the back end of the season. At Manchester United, Spenner, uh, I mean, goodness me, played off the park at Old Trafford oh. against Bournemouth in a 3-0 loss. Uh, there's been, obviously, since he's come in, an obsession with Ten Hag. Um, is getting rid of him the answer? And are the players escaping a lot of the scrutiny, do you think? I don't know. Um, do you know what, Broski? I think I think the, the biggest turning point from the game was the crowd booing the players, or I don't, I don't know whether they're booing the coach or booing the players. But you know, Old Trafford is usually a place where they do. I'll give them one thing: they do stay behind their. their they do normally get behind their players there, mm. and they don't normally give them much abuse. But at the end of the game, when they started booing, again, I don't know if they're booing the coach or the players or the chairman and the owners. Probably the owners, let's be honest. <laughs> they probably boo. Oh, yeah. Like, but it, it was such a dire performance. Yeah. And, you know, they've got, a, they've got a massive two or three games coming up, right? So they've got Bayern Munich coming up and then... And then they go. Then they go play Liverpool away. Yeah. They play Liverpool away, and then I think they go West Ham away. So they've got a very, very tough three games coming up. That you know, and 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 yet we saw in November they won all their league games. So it's so inconsistent with them at the moment. And I've seen Tenard come out and say, you know, we can beat anyone, but the reality is they can also lose to anyone. That's mm. the kind of. <laughs> You, yeah. you you wouldn't bet on them. You wouldn't bet on them because you just don't know what Man United's going to come out. And by the way, they'll go to Liverpool next week without Bruno Fernandes as well because he is suspended after uh, getting his fifth yellow card of the season in that defeat to Bournemouth. 
Um, talking to Liverpool, they're the new league leaders after coming from behind to topple Crystal Palace uh, 2-1 at Selhurst Park. Mo Salah uh, with an equaliser, then Harvey Elliott in the 91st minute. Now, I saw a quote by Jurgen Klopp saying he'd never seen his team play so badly for 76 minutes and win. Uh, first of all, is he right? And secondly, that's a very good habit to have, isn't it? Winning if you're not playing well. Well, I also saw an interview from uh, Roy Hodgson, who was basically berating the official for, you know, the the nonsense yellow card that then turned into a, a, a red, right? So it, it was never a yellow and it did completely change the game. I thought Palace were excellent. So where Klopp, where Klopp said he's never seen Liverpool play so bad, I'd rather say Palace were actually doing a brilliant job on them. And... You know, Roy Hodgson set them up very, very good. The the the, the red card changed. It changed the game. It really did. And um, it was back to the wall stuff. And, yeah, they grinded it out. It was a great finish from Arvielli in the end. It was a good finish to win the goal, uh, win the game. Um, and, yeah, I, th- I think that that's the sort of thing that champions are made of. It's really funny, though, right? So all my mates around here that might be supporting Liverpool, they're really <laughs> keeping their head down. They don't want to suddenly pipe up and say they're top of the table. What's what's going on at City? I've had a few. They, <laughs> no, mine, mine are all keeping their head down because they know better. Because this that's is, um, it's yeah, it's a, it's a, there's a long way to go. But yeah, it's a good sign for Liverpool. You know, that's going and winning ugly is all right, especially off the back of the way they went and won last week. And Aston Villa's incredible run continued um, a week after beating Man City. They they then uh, did it again, beating Arsenal one nil. Uh, incredibly, they've won all eight games at home, so incredibly strong there. They've beaten Chelsea as well as Spurs this season. Just an incredible run they're going on. Emery's just a, an absolute weldy of a manager, right? The way. The way he set his team up against Man City in the week, just they got they got they got battered. Man City they couldn't get out there they couldn't get out of their half they couldn't they couldn't play through, and and the way he set the team up to press was brilliant. Very different against Arsenal. We're just hearing some of the players talking about you know we got an early goal and then it was very different, and they set a good low block. Their keeper was outstanding. He made a few brilliant saves. Um, Oligard missed the couple of sitters and and you know I think Arteta came out and basically said that it it just came down to that lack of finesse and and ruthlessness inside the six yard box with a couple of finishes so to be fair Arsenal could have come away from with it with a draw and and maybe deserved it but we can't take anything away from Villa because they've just yeah the way they've played over the last oh the last two months has been outstanding so it's a it's a, a good thing going on at Villa at the moment, and and, and honestly, I think they could be they could push for a top spot, top four spot. But you don't think they're title contenders? I don't think they're title contenders. I think they I think top four maybe, but I don't think they're title contenders. Even with the last couple of results they've had, I I, I just don't think over the course of the season it, they'll they'll be able to maintain it, Simon. But mm. Take nothing away from them. I think that their their performances over the last month have been exceptional. Okay, um, last one. Luton won Manchester City two. Uh, I watched this game and at halftime. I thought, here we go again. We absolutely dominated. They had one shot in the entire half and they scored from it with the last kick of the half. Uh, but they showed That's their it. character in the second half, didn't they? Uh, is that the 
the start of things to turn around a little bit for Pep Guardiola. He's, he's got one or two injuries starting to heal as well. Yeah, but he's also got one or two missing, right? So yeah. we don't know how bad Haaland's is. Doco's obviously struggling. I think we're seeing, you know, we we. I, I, it was a grind of a performance to to go down to Luton, and and Luton have done some incredible stuff so far already, right? I think, um, you know, with the squad that they've had coming in, I think they I think they're doing all right, and and they're going to make it really really difficult for sides at Kenilworth Road. It's a horrible horrible place to play absolutely horrible played mm. there when it was i actually played there when it was a uh, synthetic yeah how old i am yes yeah i tell you it, it's a horrible place to commentate as well i've commentated there <laughs> and you can barely see the pitch there are so many stanchions yeah. in front of you anyway they're doing but a great it's good job for man city, man. yeah yeah it's, it's good for man city it's a good start to get them get them going again you know if, they, if they'd have come away from their draw it and everybody's going oh hang on a minute this is really a major blip but yeah. you know Jack Grealish stepped up good to see him getting on the score sheet with Haaland out and um, yeah let's hope they can keep building on that okay elsewhere Everton's good run since that points deduction continued a 2-0 win over Chelsea at Goodison they'd be 10th without their points deduction which is incredible and at the bottom Sheffield United uh, claiming their second win of the season, which pleases Alex Molchanov. Uh, that uh, reignites their hopes a little bit, a little bit of staying up this season. Thanks, Spanner. Great to talk to you, mate. We'll talk to you next week. Cheers, mate. Take care, guys. See you. Goodbye. <laughs> That's uh, our Premier League update with Spencer Pryor. Thanks to Schnitz, home of fresh, golden, handcrafted schnitzels. A reminder, you can listen to the Premier League all week long on SEN. This weekend, it is Nottingham Forest against Tottenham, the early kickoff. Sunday morning, Manchester City against Crystal Palace and Burnley against Everton. Monday morning, Arsenal against Brighton and Liverpool against Manchester United. That is the big one, isn't it? That's the 3.30 a.m. kickoff. All those games available across the SEN network via the SEN app. And just before we go to the break, a update on that Asian Champions League uh, involving Melbourne City. They're still goalless against Zhejiang, but Ventfret Kofu have added a second goal and a third and a goal. Third. Wow, yes. they've got Brilliant. a third. So that game would appear to be over. Ventfret looked to be heading the group, so Melbourne City looked to be finishing in second, but they need to win that game against Zhejiang. We're off to another quick break, and oh, I can't get the words out tonight. <laughs> Zhejiang. We're off to another quick break on the other side of it. We'll talk the women's game with Alicia Carnivas.